Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. We are the Lost Boys. Yeah. All right. So uh, today's episode will be a little bit more on the serious side. Tell them. Oh yeah, we are your hosts. Uh, your your bro, Chicken Joe, and your boy, Vinny Boy. That's right. And um, go ahead, tell them our topic. Our topic for today is. Uh, comes from a book that we we like. It's called, uh, well, the book's called The Arts of Not Giving an F. Jose could finish that word. The Art, that was The Simple Art? I think, I think, yeah. Or, or just The Art, right? Yeah, I think it's just The Art of Not Giving The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah. By? I forgot his name. What's the author's name? Okay, you keep on talking, I'll find the author's name. Yeah. Anyways, he had a segment that, um, a good, good author, uh, poet, um, called Char- Charles Bukowski said was don't try that's basically our topic for today um, the reason why it's because it just came to us um, we always try we always come up with the topic a little bit late so uh, we... uh-huh, I got it oh what's the name so the title is actually The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck oh, okay. uh, by Mark Manson yeah great guy I love his book good book too yeah we're not being sponsored to say that. Yeah, no, no, we're not selling out yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't remember much about Charles life, but I just do remember that um, he did write a lot, and when he introduced it to different, um, what do they call people that you know, accept people's books and stuff like that. What? Pro- not producer. What are Writers. They printers. No, but the people that accept their. Um, they're like publishers. Publishers, he would send his work to different publishers, and a lot of them found it, found his poets weird. They find it very strange, and not a lot of people liked it. And so he, uh, if I remember well, he was, he would spend his money a lot on prostitutes and drinking. He, he didn't try it whatsoever, until someone discovered his work and kind of made him famous. And he didn't really change after that. He just kept on writing. He just did it as I guess a hobby. I don't know. I don't remember a hobby much. that pays in a way. <laughs> And, um, yeah, and his, his, I guess, not philosophy, but one of his mindsets where he just said, don't try. And I did realize that a lot while growing up. It's like, for example, between that guy, let's just say, we might get into a little bit about relationships, but not really that much, not this sub- subject, but this is just an example, that between that guy that tries, you know, um, a lot of girls say how we talked about our different subject was that a lot of girls like when a guy tries, sends a bunch of messages and stuff like that. But honestly, they don't. They like that guy that's kind of like in his own world, focusing on himself. Treats him like shit. In a way. Uh, depends on the guy, too. But there's some people that just are not focused on relationship. But, um, yeah, so guys that don't try, they're in their own world. Some, some guys are just nice guys, and they're just doing the same things. It's like the same thing for girls. Some girls are just nice, and we take it the wrong way. But, um, yeah. So that works in that relationship wise, and the guys that try they usually finish last because I don't know. Some they re- come off as maybe annoying. They co- come off annoying, uh, too strong, clingy, clingy, and yeah, needy. Um, I mean, I'm a little bit needy. Kind of needy. Okay. I mean, every, every everyone's needy, but I mean, people see needy as give me attention. I want attention. But like, <laughs> like too much is too much, you know. Yeah, of course. But yeah, so in, in another subject that comes in is that 
also in the workforce, in the workforce, um, between like, it's good to try. It's good to try in things. I'm not saying that don't try in life, don't try and do that. But sometimes just living a simple life is better than living a big rock and roll type of fantasy. Because you notice in certain, um, certain rock star lives that at the end they just fall into drugs and alcoholism and at the end they're just they're just miserable as heck and they have nowhere to face and a lot of them you know sadly they commit suicide or you know they uh they kind of settle down and that's what kind of relieves them good old 80s (laughs) yes a lot of people died (laughs) yeah so in a way like i don't know i feel like a lot of people we want to do big stuff which is great but what if the question is, what if we don't do anything big? You're just an an, uh, an average person with an average life. Yeah, for the rest of your life. That's it. And that's it. And we got to learn how to accept that. That we're not going to be... We're not all going to be a Martin Luther King, a Elon Musk, a Steve Jobs. Bill Gates. Yeah, we're not, we're not all going to be like that. We're all going to be great our own ways. Everyone wants to be the, uh, I guess, a super important person. Uh-huh. And then, um, well, that'll just, like, blind you to what you really want. Like, you could say, like, yeah, you want all the houses and cars, but then once you have all that, you'll just be like, oh, I really just wanted a simple life. Yeah, it's like uh, some... You see, like, typical, like, movies and stuff like that that, I don't know, I see this in some movies I've seen that the businessman is busting his ass 24-7 and all that, you know, getting getting billions and billions of dollars. And if that's your dream, go for it, you know. But uh, but they still have families, you know, and they still have kids and, you know, they're just doing their own thing. But they're not really there for their families. And then when they see people that have their family that, you know... They're still working like simple jobs, and we may think like, "Oh, that's crappy jobs," but they're happy. They're happy that they go to the family, that they're there for their son and kids. And in a way, I feel like sometimes they get jealous of that. They get jealous of seeing that, of having time. Yeah, having time, because it's like how they say, um, "We all have the same time, the same hours. We all, you know, we all have everything the same." It's different people use it differently. Exactly. And I'm not I said I'm not saying that don't try in life, don't be something big and something like that. But you gotta understand that at time your life won't matter. You're just gonna be another speck of dust that's just gonna roam. You're you're only gonna be that, that one object that once lived. Like think about it, like maybe like max four generations later we may think of you. That's it. After that you're just you're just some guy. That, that lived that, lives a mediocre life and died and that's it. Yeah. You know, if you know if you do something big, if you are like an Elon Musk or Steve Jobs, you end up like that, great. That's awesome. You know, I'm not saying that being rich you're going to be un- unhappy. No, there's people that are rich, living, having billions, and they're happy as heck. Which I'm not saying that money makes you evil or money money's bad or being a big, huge business person. No. But it's just... Sometimes wanting more, wanting more is not bad, but not learning to accept what you have is bad, as well as 
if you're in a shitty type of place in life, not wanting something more for your life is also really bad. So it's also like, it has its pros and cons of accepting where you are and at the same time, not accepting where you are. And that leads us right to the movie Caroline. Explain Chicken Joe. Alright, so about the movie Caroline, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but uh, we were just talking about this right before we started recording. And uh, what moral of the story is, a uh, girl pretty pretty much makes up a, a fantasy life or her ideal family where they have um, all the stuff she wants. She has a, a mom that cooks a whole lot of good food. They have a even nicer house. Uh, her dad spends a lot of time with her versus in her real life, it's... Um, super sad, gloomy, you know, she doesn't, I guess she's just going with the flow of things, not really appreciating things as much as she should, and then just taking everything for granted, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are your, what's your input on that, video boy? I put it in that, it's, it's true, it's true. Uh, growing up, I didn't really accept my f- like my sisters, like I grew up pretty poor, you know. Not there's a certain stage that I lived in two story house, which is nice, but it's like uh, it, it's funny how in our family everyone started out like that and then just went downhill. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a uh, princess and a the frog. There's that scene that it hit me hard when I saw it was a uh, when uh, the girl goes from that when the mom and the uh, girl I forgot her name. Uh, African African American, you know, mom and uh, yeah. girl. Uh, they get out of the rich person's house. The, her friend, and you see how Tiana. yeah, Tiana, Tiana yeah. and her mother get out and they go they go to the bus and on the, I think a bus or a train and it sees they see a bunch of nice houses and stuff like that and little by little it goes not so nice and then really bad and really poor houses. Mm-hmm. Like that was with me that like going down. Uh, going to my friend's house and coming back down to my house like dude when I was a kid I was like well, why can't we be rich why can't we have that nice stuff why can't we have this and like wishing for a richer family yeah but sometimes we, I didn't learn how to accept to have the family that I had which it's just a family you know sometimes the families are not the best we are not the best we're not in the best situations but as long as we have each other that's what makes it great and make it go by like uh I remember uh, my, uh, I think it was my junior year, junior high school, I was working as a mechanic. I don't remember Jack Squat from it, but <laughs> I, I used to work as a mechanic, and um, they would give me like 100 bucks. And I remember the 100 bucks. I used to live in, uh, in a house that there was many people living there. And um, I got my first $100, and I was like, wow, that's so much money. And my my, uh, my mom says like, "Hey guys, hung- uh, are you hungry?" Like, yeah. Ask ask the, some of the neighbors if they're hungry, and they're like, "Yeah, they're I'm like yeah." So I I bought like, I think we bought steaks, beers, a little get together with the little neighbors that lived in the different rooms, and we we're just cooking a fire while talking. And a guy was telling me like, "Wow, it's really good that you know you're working right now and learning to accept and helping your mom." Learning to accept your situation, but not making a big deal and helping your mom with the situation that she's in. Not really learning, not really nagging like how like those emo type of people that say, "Oh my gosh, my mom doesn't take me to Target and stuff like that." Doesn't get me this, the new Xbox. Yeah, growing up poor, I feel like once 
me personally, I met God and understood God. And uh, reading the Word of God, I kind of understood. And I learned to accept for, all right, life's going to suck. But that's what it is. It's like the same thing in Buddhism. Buddhism talks about life is suffering. And it is. Life is suffering. Only because, uh, you know, I believe in a, I believe in God doesn't mean that. I don't take little parts of Buddhism, uh, certain other religions that I find interesting. And that's one thing that I find interesting about Buddhism, that it, it does say that life is suffering. Life is going to suck at times. And it does suck. And we don't, we can't blame it on whatever you guys believe. You can't bl- blame it on your family. You can't blame it on your brother. You can't blame it on anyone else. You have to learn how to accept what you go through. It's like, uh, growing up, my brother and I didn't have a good relationship. Uh, he beat me a lot. He told me a lot about bad stuff and stuff like that. And it was horrible. It was just living in a nightmare every day. And, uh, it was until when we both met God, we learned to understand that we screwed up. Even though he did a lot of bad stuff to me, it made me the man I am today. And we have a strong relationship now. We have a magnificent relationship um, and it's something that I just accepted that lo- growing up life sucked. You know, my parents got divorced. Uh, my, I said my brother told me a lot of bad stuff. He blamed me about divorce. You know, he told me a lot of horrible stuff. And I just said that that's, that was just life. And I got to learn to accept that. And that's what brought peace into me. And um, that's what brought peace into my life, his life. And he felt really guilty what he did. But once I forgave him for it, he had like a peace in mind of what he did. Now he's at the Navy. That's the founder. Oh, yeah. That's the founder. But, yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, for example, like from the book, it talks about, if I'm getting this right, um, the guy from, there's a, I forgot what the guy's name, that got kicked out from Metallica. Dave Mustaine. That was his name? Yeah. Dave Mustang. That's a pretty cool name. Dave Mustaine, the guy from Megadeth, I believe. Megadeth. Um, but once he got kicked out, he made the band Megadeth. And he tried to be a top of the charts, try to be bigger than Metallica, try to be bigger than, uh, bigger than them. And don't get me wrong. Sorry for you Megadeth, uh, Megadeth fans, but oh, Megadeth no. is nothing compared to Metallica. Nothing. Nothing compared. Metallica is overrun. Way better. Yeah, way better. But yeah, he tried to compare himself to Metallica, which that's a high goal, high standard. It's like uh, what, uh, we're talking about this um, before we start recording, but there's a guy which I love. I'd love to meet him one day. Hopefully, I will meet him one day. It's a badass dude. His name is David Goggins. Love him. Awesome guy. Uh, he, he says that don't compare yourself to someone else today. Compare yourself with who you are who you were yesterday. Because sometimes we compare ourselves to Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, and we're nothing compared. Let's say or for just other people on Instagram. Exactly. Like, it's like, for example, um, kids that grow up and, you know, girls, let's say, and they see a, who, who, like Car- Cardi B or whatever. Okay, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, they have a big butt, you know, stuff like that. Even though it's, it's plastic surgery, yeah. uh, they have a lot of money and. They live in ghettos or, like, certain bad areas. They don't have their type of body, and they want their type of body. And they're living in a fantasy, like, oh, boys will only like me of this. Not all boys are going to like you like that. And you just got to learn how to accept your body of how it is. It's your, it's just your body. You're you're just made like that. You can't really... It's like how they... Um, 
I think Alan Watts, Alan Watts, another poet, I think it was a poet, um, said, no, it wasn't Alan Watts, it was another guy, I forgot, I forgot who it was, but he says, uh, don't, uh, don't, uh, what do you say, don't, don't criticize all that you got, because that's all that you have, why would you criticize all that you have, it's good to criticize your faults, you know, what you're doing wrong, but not, not what you are, you know how to say, um, criticize your mistakes, but also fix them. Don't only say, you know, uh, my my life sucks. You know, I don't act. You know, I'm fat. I'm chubby. It's good to say that to yourself. It's being honest to yourself. You're not saying, oh, you know, I'm a little bit chubby. You know, you're like you're you're freaking fat. <laughs> but after that, you also have to base some actions. That's what also um, the book Can't Hurt Me talks about. Uh, David Goggins talks about look in the mirror. Say all your faults. That's what he did. He looked at the mirror every day. Said that okay, you're stupid. You're fat. You're uh, you you need to really work on yourself. And he did that to criticize himself and then build himself. It's like um, there's uh, I like to get into stoicism. Sto- stoicism, I think it was. Uh, I think it was Maximus Aurelius that said, "Be uh, be merciful to other people, but." Be um, be harsh on yourself. I think that's how it went. Yeah, I think that's how it went. Be mercy, have mercy on other people, but be harsh on yourself. And basically, what I took about that is judge yourself horribly. Judge yourself more than you judge others. Have mercy on them and their faults and that, but you can't have mercy on yourself. And that's what goes back to Coraline. <laughs> Coraline that. Learning to accept what you have. Yeah, learn to accept what you have. And the, how that fits of not trying is that... I said, once again, doesn't mean don't try to be like a dentist. or Don't try to be like... I'm not saying that don't be... You're never going to be or don't you're not going to be or don't be a freaking Elon Musk or anything like that. Be it if you want to. Shoot, that's your goal. You want to be an astronaut? Go for it. But you also got to learn how to accept... What if you're not an astronaut? What if you're not the guy that discovers a cure for cancer? What if you're not the guy that covers a cure for COVID-19? You're just a simple man. It's like just a math teacher. <laughs> yeah, just a math teacher. It's like how uh, Martin Luther King said, if uh, in a certain way, I don't remember quote by quote, but it's like, he said, uh, if you're a dust sweeper, be the best dust sweeper. Be like a Mozart dust sweeper. If you're a garbage man, be the best garbage man that you can be. Just wherever you are in life, be the best... For that's all that you are. Keep it legal, though. Yeah, oh, of course, you know. Keep you, know it you can't be like be the best drug dealer yeah, that you are. Be a drug dealer, be the best one out there. <laughs> yeah, at least do something good with your life. <laughs> yeah, don't be. A, I'm not saying that drug dealers are all freaking idiots, but I don't know. I have done drugs before. Weed, weed, weed. Some people consider that as drugs. Some people don't. But I've done drink, weed, I cigarettes. <laughs> I've done vape. Uh, Drinked and all that. But I let all that go. And, uh, you know, I feel like, from my personal opinion, drugs are not the best for you. You shouldn't do them. You know, stay off weed, stay off wax and all that. It really screws up with your brain. That's just my personal opinion. I just don't like it. Uh, I think, like, you should be doing something better with your life than just smoking weed. But that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. If you have a different opinion, I respect that. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, you have something to say? Hmm. Not really. 
Alright, let's see. Um, what the... Uh, the Also, the growing up poor part. Okay. You know, when you're going to other friends' house, you're like, damn, they got, they got all this. Why don't we got all this? And then, like, people getting the newest stuff. You see, the day after Christmas, that's the worst day to be uh, on Instagram. Yeah. And that's the worst day to go friends' houses. That's the worst day to be alive if you're poor. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone with new stuff, and then you're, you're stuck with the same stuff you had the day before. You know, maybe you got some new socks and new clothes. You know, you know how it is. Yeah. But, um... Not even new socks, you get handy downs. Yeah, even that. But as as you grow older, you, um, you see, uh, in your little siblings, like now, and, uh, Christmas, Christmas now, is, for me, is super different than back then. Back oh, then, yeah. I would want all uh, this expensive stuff. Wanted Xboxes, PS, Playstations, or Playstation 3s back then when I was younger. And I wanted a phone so bad. I didn't get a phone till middle school. And then, but now, you don't really want a lot of things. You, if anything, you just really want more time with more people. You know, just being with family. And then, just seeing the, like, the cheapest toys being given to a little sibling and then making them like having that be their greatest possession at that time they're like super happy about it that's that's definitely better than getting a bunch of expensive stuff mm-hmm. I got what you mean it's like um, we, grow, we growing up I didn't like I don't really like I didn't really like birthdays I really didn't like holidays because holidays is like uh, <laughs> Biggie Smalls what he said um, it was like uh, oh, there's a part of the song of uh, Juicy, I think it was called Juicy, uh, that talks about uh, birthdays and holidays. You know, they didn't really have much. I think it was like Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. When I was there, broke, we used to picture this, uh, like Katie birthdays and holidays. It's something like that. I forgot what it was, and it was something that I hated. Not only that, not because we were broke. Not only that, it's also because you know we're, my parents were divorced and. It was a big struggle deciding who to go with with my mom. If you go with your mom, if I went with my dad, my mom's gonna be alone. If I go with my mom, my dad's not gonna be so alone. That's the part that felt me made me feel better because he had a girlfriend and children and stuff like that. Oh, well, not children, but stepchildren. Mm-hmm. And um, that was one struggle. The other struggle, I remember. I still remember this. It, it's a funny memory now. It's Christmas, but Thanksgiving that really hit me pretty hard though. Not how poor we were, but our situation. And I was like, damn, I really got to accept this. This this turkey be shrinking every year. <laughs> <laughs> not that. But it was, uh, I remember a Christmas. Um, my mom did not have any money for to give us gifts. Uh, we had a little sister. Um, and our main focus was just to get her gifts. My brother, I think, was working. I wasn't working. I don't know if my brother was working. But, um... My mom barely had any money. I think she was, she had something wrong with her stomach that she had to get out of work and she got really sick. And uh, I remember that we're like, we don't have a Christmas tree. What are we going to do? And we're like, <laughs> we told my mom, uh, give us a minute, we'll find out. So we, my brother like, come on, let's go, let's go get a Christmas tree. I'm like, where the hell are we going to get a Christmas tree this late? Everything's closed. There's nowhere that we can get a Christmas tree. 
and he was like, we're driving around and we start looking at people's houses and those plastic Christmas trees and those Christmas trees that a lot of people have outside. We started looking. We're like, what if we steal one? Not really steal, but borrow it and bring it back tomorrow morning. (laughs) And we're like, what if we just take one? Because during this whole time, we were trying to plan, like, what are we going to do for my little sister? And we're like, what if... We were first, we were thinking, what if we make one out of cardboard box? What if we make one, you know, out of, like, sticks and branches? Yeah. And then we're like, what the frick are we going to do? And then we're like, what if we just steal one? Now, borrow, borrow, borrow. We just borrow it just for tonight. And we'll give it back the next night. <laughs> and we're like, ah, oh, but what if we get in trouble in this and that? So we started driving around. And, it like, it really... It was, like, a funny, poor, weird moment. We're like, dude, this is kind of funny. We're like, we're going to remember this for, oh, like, man. a long time. Like the water. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah, so, we, I didn't have the guts to steal one, uh, cause, you know, I didn't want to get caught and get in trouble. And then, uh, we just go home, we put the Christmas gifts pretty high, and my mom bought a little tree and put it right next to it, and we put the Christmas presents as a tree, we stacked like a tree, mm-hmm. and we wrapped it around with lights. That was a Christmas tree. And then Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, that one was pretty bad. Uh, I remember my brother was just like, okay, Vince, get in the car, and I was like, where are we going? Just get in the car. And, uh... We go to Walmart, like, why are we at Walmart? And I was like, just, just wait here. Just, you know, like, right, we're just waiting. Like, Keep just... the car on. <laughs> no, 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 we didn't steal. <laughs> uh, we were just waiting in the car, like, what's happening? And my brothers kept getting messages and messages. I was like, what, like, what the freak is going on? And then um, as soon as he I, he says, uh, you want to come or go? And I think I went. I got out of the car, went with him. And a lady just parks in front of the store and just says, here you guys, she opens a car, like, whatever she's going to give us, what she's going to give us. She opens her car and gives us a turkey, like, here's a turkey, here's a bag of food and stuff like that. And my brother's just saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for the food, thank you for everything. The lady, I think she was a, people that donate food uh, to, like, families in need. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what the, f-? in my mind, I was like, what the freak, we're, we're, we're really at that point. Yeah. And it was like a moment that was like, it was, like, kind of nice. Like, damn, you really see what humanity is kind of like uh, giving, um, you know, the time of the holidays, giving, caring. And this lady, I would never know her name. I would never remember her. But, I, you know, I really give her a lot of thanks that she gave us food during that time that we didn't really have that much food. And it was interesting that just to see, have that experience in life uh, going through it. Because... I don't know. I don't think all... I don't hope that not all people go through it. But it is a moment that you really do think like, oh, shoot, this well, is... Some people really go through that every year. Oh, yeah, every year. And they go through and it And maybe day. every year it gets worse. Yeah, and it goes... And it, not, sometimes people go through it every day. Yeah. Well, if they're living it every year, then... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sucks yeah, it to does live suck. through that every day. But, I mean, if you're... If... You're living that, you know. It's sad but true, but you eventually learn to to, uh, to go through it and get used to it, you know. Hmm. Like the um, looking for or getting water, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's our... It, it's, it's not our poor memory because we were good on water. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just uh, helping him. Yeah. It, it, this was when the whole COVID outbreak... Uh, started so if anyone ever listens to this couple years in the future you'll be like what the heck are they talking about water taking water like yeah, COVID-19 search it up it'll most likely be in your history book yeah most likely one of the worst epidemics yeah 
No, but yeah, we stole water. <laughs> we didn't steal. We asked. To get... Somehow it was okay with the city to take water. Yeah, take water from the park. Yeah. It, yeah. Just taking buckets, filling it up at the sink in the bathrooms, taking it back to the car and filling up a big old, uh, what would you call that? Uh, a pan. No, not even a pan. A pan. It's a freaking... No, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say that in Spanish. Uh, in English. In English. Oh, yeah. Just a big, huge, I, I think just metal pan. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, it's not a pan, but it's like a... Just a big old metal container. Where you make... Pozole. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make pozole in Spanish. So For all you non-Hispanics, you won't know what we're talking about. Yeah, but Honestly, I feel like, guys, let us know what type of audience you guys are. Because if you guys like this type of segments, we'll do more. Like, the more, like... Uh, we will have an announcement at the end of this Yeah, episode. we'll have an announcement, but just let us know. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, we, we they allowed us to take water from the park, and it was a nice moment. In, in a nice, uh, embarrassing moment is share. Yeah, because all the baseball people and they're like they're looking at us while pouring water in our. It was it was two most likely financially stable white dudes, right? They were just out there. They they went to the park to play baseball. We went to the park to get water. <laughs> to, yeah, get water. And then you know that that didn't really help us uh, Hispanic folks, you know. Yeah, the with the stereotypes and all that. Like wow, we're we're really not putting a good image for us out here, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly, and that's it comes back to the point. Learning to accept where you are, <laughs> where you are in life, and how how normal, how absolutely boring your life is gonna be. Yeah, cause okay, a question: Can you under can you live with the can you live with the thought that you're just gonna be an average human being working on an average job? And you can just have an average family, an average everyday life. You're gonna go, you're gonna wake up, go to work, come home, kiss your wife and kids, love Good them. Good night okay. and repeat. Yeah, repeat. Days off, you know, be with your family, go out golfing, go, to McDonald's go every sh- once in a while, go shooting, having little hobbies, but learning to accept that. Damn, like this is my life. Yeah, you might see a normal life on TV, like uh, reality shows, sitcoms. And and that's the thing that uh, also David Goggins talks about is that um, everyone posts an Instagram. That's why I really don't like being on Instagram. Before you continue, is it just me or are you getting cold too? No, I'm not cold. No? Okay. okay. <laughs> continue. Uh, that's why I don't like really Instagram or Snapchat being on that. It's because everyone shows your good side. You know, oh, I went to Hawaii or I went this, I went to go do this, I went to go do that. But no one really like posts. It makes you feel like crap. Because like, dude, that's a freak. This girl, this girl just went to Hawaii, and now she's at Paris. Or, you know, this guy, you know, he I has went to McDonald's down the street, and I'm happy. <laughs> exactly. And like, what the freak, man? Why do they get to do that, and I don't? And at the end, it makes you feel more like crap. And then at the end, when I got on Instagram, when I got off of that, and I listened to David Goggins, how he says everyone just posts about the good stuff, but no one posts about their bad side. You know, hey, I just. Went through hell, you know. And when you do, people think you're just seeking attention. Exactly, but honestly, I remember um, a good mentor, a good mentor of mine growing up. His name was Mr. DeLeon. Never forget about him. Um, he o he always told me, "There's a, there's three people in your life. There's gonna be three. No, I think I forgot who told me. I think it was either him or a motivational speaker. I forgot who it was. I think it was him. He told me." 
When you tell someone about your problems, one, I think it was David Goggins or Les Brown, actually. I think it was Les Brown. He says, when you tell people about your uh, problems, one, they're not going to care. Some are going to be, ha- most of them are going to be happy that it's you. And three, th- uh, what was the other one? I think the third one was, uh, I forget what. First one's they're not gonna care. No, first they're not gonna pay attention. Second, they're gonna be happy it's you. And third, they're not gonna care. And honestly, we all—it's good to talk to people that um, to understand your problems and your feelings and all that. But it's you gotta learn who who and who not to because it comes to the point that sometimes you you gotta be talking to someone and you feel like you're gonna be talking to a wall. All they're gonna say is like, "Yeah, cool, cool. damn, damn, that all sucks, right, man." And not to be me, but my, sometimes my dad's like that. <laughs> like, like, like uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I'll let you go. <laughs> All right. And I'm like, dude, dad, well, you didn't really listen. <laughs> you know what I said, right? I said I'm going to die. <laughs> I, I want to com- commit suicide. <laughs> suicide. Oh, that's, that's good. Oh, that's, damn. That sucks, man. <laughs> what do you want for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> so... What's your mom going to cook today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. No, but... Uh, what was I talking about? What was I talking about? Uh, knowing who to talk to about your problems. Oh, yeah. Just... It's sometimes... Not... Well, most people just have, like, that one... That one person, maybe two people that you really go to for your problems. Because you're not going to go to all your friends and be like, Yo, 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 yo. All right? But then, Today's been a bad day, you know? But then you have those seeny weeny type of kids. What do I mean seeny weeny? I'm sorry if you guys are seeny weenies, but emo kids. Like, oh, man, life sucks. Like, those guys that you... Just being around them bums you out. You're like, dude... Like, I remember I had a, guy, a friend in high school that... He was like, oh, man, you know, I hate my life. You know, no girl likes me. Uh, you know, in life, I'm just going to be a construction worker and just live life like that. Like, dude, just be something cool, man. You know, be a chef, be something. At least that's... Don't forget, be the best chef. <laughs> yeah, be something. Be something. Like, don't get wrong. If you want to be a construction worker, be, be it. The best one. Yeah, be it. Go ahead. But don't do it because you just have low expectations on yourself. No, at least... Do it because you like it. Yeah, do it because you like it. Do something. Your, your first job's always going to suck, but at least do something. But he, he just gave up on life. This guy was like 17. I was like, dude, you're barely 17. You're already giving up. At least have some faith. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Try a little bit, at least. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and this guy was just depressed. Like, just being around him kind of bummed me out. I'm like, dude, you know, just at least. But I noticed that um, that's why it comes to this point of don't try. Because I remember he, the reason why he acted like that most times because there's this girl that he liked. And um, around her, she was like, yeah, you know, this and that, this and that. And... Um, Every time when she didn't, she didn't really care. She's like, ah, ha, ha. she did that fake laugh, like, ah, ha, ha. and he would try to hug her. He would try to like, no, he would try his best to do whatever to get her attention. She was like, ah, yeah. And when she when she wasn't around, I talked to her like, yeah, you know, I just, I don't know. I feel bad for him. That's it. But I really don't like him. And sometimes girls like guys just because they feel bad for them. Not real, they date them because they feel bad, not because they really like them. Yeah. And that's when like. I was like that back then. Not like that bad, but pretty bad. I would be like that guy that would say my problems. Like, yeah, this and that, this and that. And then at the end, I remember a guy, uh, my mentor, he uh, he told me. 
because I remember he asked me, like, have you ever been fishing before? And I was like, no, because my dad never took me because he never had time for me and stuff like that. And I'm just making a big excuse. And then at the end, he says, and so what? And uh, me, I'm used to people telling me, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my gosh, I feel bad. But he just said, and so what? And I was like, what the freak? And he was like, doesn't mean that you can't go fishing. My dad wasn't around. My dad was never there. And I still went fishing by myself. I would just grab my material as friends. And I would earn some money, mow people's lawn. And I will earn my own stuff. And I will go fishing by myself. And then he asked me, have you ever been camping? And I told him, I don't want to tell you because I feel like you'd be make, you, you'll think I'll be making an excuse. And he was like, you keep letting people... F- you keep blaming people for the things you haven't done, but actually they're your fault. Yeah. And I was like, Dan, this guy has some wisdom. And in other words, he just told me, "Don't stop being a pussy and just, just live life." Yeah. And it is true. Just don't blame people. It's like um, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. I like what he said is that uh, a lady. I forgot. A lady's asking him a question, telling him something, and he says, um, um. Uh, I was like, I blame my mother for all, for all. My mom uh, beat the living hell out of me, uh, but she loved me. She, she hit me. She formed me for the man that I am today. And I was like, and then he says, if you're gonna blame people for all the, uh, you know, I don't like cussing, but like, if you're gonna blame the people for all the shit in your life, also blame them for all the good too. And that's something that. In a way, turning what the bad is and using it for good. And that's the good part about when you change your mentality and you learn to accept. It's like how they say, if you don't know who you are, someone's going to tell you who you are and you're going to believe it. And that's what it comes is Don't try to be Elon Musk. Don't try to be all that. Just try to be you. Be a normal you. Compare yourself for who you are. Compare yourself from who you are yesterday, not anyone else. Because if you were a better person, if you're a better person than than yesterday, then you matters. you put you put one day to good use. Yeah. And then if you put enough days to good use, you know, pretty you'd be a better Steve Jobs. Yeah. Be better than Steve Jobs. Be Steve Jobs didn't even he gets uh, the credit for creating the <laughs> first. The first iPhone and all that, and he didn't really do jack squat, and he he hired people to create the first iPhone. Yeah, it's like he uh, just so happened to be the owner of the company that created the first iPhone. Yeah, like Bill Burr, he talks about that. Oh, I yeah. love Bill. I love to meet Bill Burr one day. But it was, funny. it was like, I want all my music in that little small device. I don't know how you do it, but just do it. Just do it. Get it done. And at the end, all these men, men these got women and men in this room. Talking and like, how the hell are we gonna do this? And at the end, like a, a year later, he comes out saying, "Oh, introducing a new iPhone with slippers and stuff like that." And these like scientists or whatever that did it, that we're, their names that we'll never know, yep. <laughs> are just in the background, not even there. He comes out alone. Freaking love when Bill Burr talks about subjects like that. Although, but yeah, that's that's life. Life is just learning how to accept of where you are and. Either grow or if you can't grow, die as a person. Find find a way, find a way. There's always a way out. Uh, life is gonna suck. You gotta learn. You gotta learn how to accept that life is gonna suck. A the, lot. 
There's going to be... You had a bad day? Okay, good. There's going to be many more of those. You're always going to have a bad day. I see something's life like skating. Skating, you got to know that you're going to eat crap. You're going to eat crap. Oh, you got yeah. you to put that in your mind. You're going to eat crap. Because if you put it in your mind, I don't want to eat crap, I don't want to eat crap. Scrape your elbows, you're going to scrape your yeah. knees, you're going to... Hope, hopefully not, but you're gonna break shit. <laughs> not only that, you're never gonna do any trick because you're always gonna be scared that you're gonna eat crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, know your limits, but oh yeah, but at least uh, like kind of like grow. Okay, like like how we started off. Okay, we skated. Okay, cool. Now do an ollie. Okay, cool. Now let's do a kickflip and I'll we do have... an ollie off a sidewalk. Yeah, do an ollie on a sidewalk grind at least this little ledge right here yeah it's you gotta put in your mind you're gonna eat crap but try not to eat crap yeah do your best do it as safe as you can know your limits and have fun yeah and then if you eat crap you laugh about it you're like oh fudge are you oh crap i broke my arm anyways (laughs) let's do it again let's do it again do it again again. do it again one more try one more try then we'll go to the hospital maybe yeah that's that's life. You you gotta know that you're gonna fail. You're gonna fail, but at least fail the best you can. Yeah. How yeah. how they say, fall down seven times, you get up eight. Exactly. It's like uh, how Les Brown says is that, uh, once you fall, try lying on your back. Cause if you could look up, you could get up. And a lot of people don't even look up. They just keep looking down. And they stay down. Yeah, they stay down. And that's a that's the part I don't like because that's what contradicts of don't trying. Some people are like, oh, let's don't try. You know, he says don't try in life, don't try this. But you can try a little bit. Yeah, what I mean, don't try is like in the right places. Don't try try in the right places, but don't try to be someone that you're not. Don't try to be. Don't try to be the person next to you. Don't try to be the your neighbor. If your neighbor drives a Ferrari and you drive a freaking Mazda, be. Be enjoy your Mazda, you know. If like if you're if if you have a crappy Toyota Tacoma and your friend has a nice Toyota Tacoma, you're gonna get there one day. You're gonna get there. Slowly but surely. Yeah, you're gonna get there slowly but surely. I mean this, this um, I finally got a phone with two more than one camera. That's crazy because phones now have like five. (laughs) Yeah, it's like growing up. I didn't have. I had a small little. I think it was LG phone. Like, look at your palm. It was, like, the size of that. And it was a touchscreen. <laughs> it was a tiny little crap. But I loved that phone because it was my first phone. It was my only phone. And I having an iPhone seemed like millions and millions of years. Cause we grew up poor, so we didn't, yeah. we really didn't have iPhones. When I got the LG uh, Stylo, I think. I the the like, big one with the pen on it? Yeah. Uh, I was like... With the missing bottom half. <laughs> with the little... The, the bottom where like the screen could come off if you really picked at it I think so but yeah so it was so cool but uh, what was it, last year I think last year was when I ha- bought my first iPhone and how they say if you want something work for it don't steal crap because only my mom showed me um, that she, I remember one day I think she I think we are at the house or at a store and she it was a little bit too extreme to saying but she grabs the candy bar and says, you see this? Oh, yeah, how much does it cost? A dollar. All right. Think about this. This costs a dollar. People steal this, and it'll cost you maybe a year in prison or a year in, uh, being in prison stealing. Yeah. Why do that? Why steal it if you could just buy it? And then 
ever since then, I don't like stealing. I was always scared of stealing. It's like, I could go to prison for five years and stuff like this. And I still don't like stealing, even though, you know, it won't be that bad, but stealing is bad. Yeah, I mean, no matter how big or small whatever you're stealing is, it's not really a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just work for your stuff, you know. If your mom doesn't buy it, if your dad doesn't buy it, good things, not bad things, not like drugs or anything like that, but... Still don't get those. Yeah. Uh, if, if you want something... Go get it, you know. Work your butt off, you know. Work, work to do something great, you know. And I said, there's, there's times that don't try, you know. That counts. There's times that you're just making an excuse, and you know you don't want to do anything, and you rather say, oh, you know, this guy said don't try and stuff like that. Like, no, screw off. That's not what I mean. It means learning to don't try means accept what you have. But if it's kind of crappy and you want something great, move up, move up the branch, move up somewhere, and if you if you like that and go for it, you know some people. I remember my first uh, my first job at a shoe store. This guy I met, his name was I call him F. Uh, I'm pretty sure no one ever. No, nah, I rather not say his name. Let's call him Mark. Let's just call him Mark. Well, his name started with F, so let's call him Frank. Let's just call him Frank. Uh, Frank, um, he was always bouncy, like, always, not anxious, but he was always, like, seemed excited to work at the shoe store. Yeah, happiness. <laughs> <laughs> and he would always just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he would eat fast as heck, and he would just want to get back on the sales floor, and he would be like, oh, yeah, this and that, this and that. And this guy was on, like, fast or hurry. And I told him, like, oh, you really like working here? Yeah, like, yeah, man, I really love it. It's really fun. I like it. I was like, did you ever imagine doing anything else? Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. You know, something else would be nice. But honestly, out of everywhere in the world, I would rather be here than anywhere in the world. And I was like, in my mind, I was like, that's crazy, insane, dude. Do you work at a shoe store at a mall? Dude? That's pretty lame. Really? Yeah. You got your, your standards are pretty low there, buddy. Yeah, but in his mind, he liked it. He loved it. And I, some people may not understand that, but that's what he liked to do. And I totally respect it. I like that. That's pretty cool that he could wake up every day and, and say, look. I'm going to go work the heck out of that shoe store. Yeah, and he that he loved that. Like, some people work at Wall Street or some people work at certain places and they hate their jobs and they want to shoot themselves. Gosh. And they do. <laughs> yeah, and some people do shoot themselves. This guy this guy had happiness. He 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 had he loved what he enjoys. Not a lot of people could say that. Not a lot of people say... Some people are just waiting to retirement. Or some people are the people that wait for weekends. And then they start living then. Yeah. We gotta... You gotta learn how to just live your life. You know, if you want to go to Hawaii, go to Hawaii. If you want to go to New York, go to New York. But work your butt off for that. And in relationships, if you're single... It's kind of hard for me to say that because I want a girlfriend. I want to have wife and I want a wife. I want a girlfriend first, of course, and I want a wife. I want kids. But there's a part of the Bible. In- All sold separately. <laughs> All sold separately. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but there's a part in the Bible that I read um, not so long ago. It's First Corinthians. I forgot what chapter. And uh, it talks about um, if you if you don't have a if you have a wife, great. You know. Love your wife, treat your wife, be loyal to your wife. But if you don't have a wife, being single is great too. You know, money to you. No, (laughs) yeah, but it's not. (laughs) But it says that you get to you know focus on God and all that, and um, yeah, focus on God. You have a strong relationship, 
but you know, getting married is not bad. Getting married is not bad. But it says, it says that, and you can take it that way. Also, you can take it in other ways as well. Because uh, I like Jordan Pearson. Uh, Jordan Pearson talks about the Bible. I love. I would love to meet him too. Um, he he uses the Bible. He talks about it. and He puts it in his own ways and stuff like that. And I like that. And that's in a way that I'm trying to do, use that too. In that way, you could also say that. All right, having been in a relationship, being married, that's great. You have kids and all that. But if you're not, oh, this is what this is what I'm saying. Because it says, don't look for it. Let it come in at its own time. You live your life. That's what it says. And I was like, wow, that's pretty great. It's deep. Yeah. And that's the part that also comes. Don't try. Let it all come at the right time. Let it, everything come at the right time. Everything will come Unless at the... Unless it's taking a little too long. Then you might want to go out and look for it a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you also got to go look for it. That's the thing. Everything has a contradiction, like. Don't try, but do try. But in that turns. But then again, don't try. <laughs> yeah, and that's but try. But in that case, if, if don't try, if be, enjoy being single. Enjoy just living your life. That's what a lot of people tell me that are older. Enjoy your life. Enjoy what you're doing. Just, just live it. Everything you get married at your time, you have kids at your own time, and just live your life. Just enjoy it. Yeah. And. I think that I think that concludes our today's segment. Today is a slightly, slightly darker, more serious episode. Yeah. If you like these type of episodes, let us know. Um, oh, the, our announcement is that uh, we finally made a Twitter and an Instagram. I don't know if you guys use Twitter or Instagram. <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> oh no, it's those meme pages with ads. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at. That wow. <laughs> that's not an ad. That's an ass. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Um, I think we could write our Instagram or uh, we'll, Twitter. Well, I mean, we'll say yeah, we'll just, say it right now, but uh, we'll see if we can link it in the bio or something like that. Yeah, like uh, you want to say the Instagram. The the Instagram is the Lost Boys twenty seven, uh, one whole word, uh, lowercase. And then the the Twitter of any boys pulling up. Yeah, our Twitter is called. Our Twitter is called the Lost Boys. Um, yeah, it's called the Lost Boys. Just pretty much the name of our podcast. You know, it'll be really helpful. You know, we have, not to be sad or anything like that, but zero followers. Well, we just we just started it. Haven't really posted anything. Yeah, so it'd be great. You know, contact. You know, sending us messages. And, um, you know, if you find something bad about our podcast or you, you guys want us to talk about something. Constructive or you, criticism is always welcome. Yes, exactly. And also, um, you know, let us know if you guys want us to continue these type of topics. If not, you know, what other things that you like to talk about, you know, a relationship advice, uh, work. You know, I work my ass off. Uh, I work. My like, ass isn't working yet. <laughs> I work like 40 hours. I work none. <laughs> Unless you call homework time work. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, if you guys have any other questions or you guys want us to talk about anything, just let us know. Suggestions yeah. for topics, anything really you want to uh, recommend us some movies, <laughs> whatever it may be. Lady, the DMs are always open. Lady friends. No, kidding. Oh, no, those will come later. I mean, we're, we're trying to stay anonymous here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> No, but yeah. So that's our segment. I think in conclusion, um, just don't use that excuse. Don't try on dumb stuff. Use it in good reasons, you know. Yeah. But 
ask yourself that question. Can you live with yourself and not being a nobody? Because think about this. You're not special. <laughs> to certain people, maybe. But yeah. To the, in the grand scheme of things, to the entire world, you're not all that important. Yeah. It's uh, the sad truth, but it's a hard truth. Yeah, look, look at your driveway. If you see an ant, that ant's not going to matter to you. You're going to squish the hell out of it. You're going to squish that. You're just, you're just as important to that ant as you are to the world. Exactly. You're not going to... You're, you're not really that important. I, hey, because how Chicken Joe said... How Chicken Joe said... Mm-hmm. What the fuck did he say? <laughs> how Chicken Joe said... Uh, to certain people, you are... But to other, most of the world, you're not. To the whole world, you're not all that important. Just like, just like our entire planet. Our planet looks so freaking huge. You you go down the street, you think that's a long walk. Yeah, this is a big old freaking planet. But when you're looking at it from outer space, it's nothing. Hmm. I mean, if there are aliens out there, they don't even know about us. Ooh, that's a different Ooh, subject. That's- That'll be for the next episode. Nah, for our, I don't know. I don't know. Halloween special. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know if I want to do alien. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Maybe maybe sooner or later, but would make, I don't know. We, we might talk about other stuff when when we run out of things to talk about, and when we're just trying to have fun. <laughs> Which yeah. is, I mean, most of the times. Well, actually, all the times. But um, yes, yeah, we have fun. We have fun. Yeah, lots of fun. Lots of fun. But yeah, so just shoot us a message or anything like that, or just you know follow us. I don't like being like the YouTubers. Oh my gosh, follow us, subscribe don't to us. Don't forget to hit the like button. Oh my gosh, leave a comment under below. No, just you know, if you want to go for it, it's yeah, there. That's good. Again, the Twitter is the Lost Boys, and Instagram is the Lost Boys Twenty Seven. Yeah. All one word, lowercase. Yeah, I said we're not, we're not gonna we're not gonna like beggars. Suck you up, just like oh yeah, come on, give it to us. No. Do it, do, do it, it, come on. I give you five dollars. Five dollars, man. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> but yeah, so do it if you want. If you don't, yeah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. We'll just continue no making trip, these videos. Trip, trip. Yeah, we don't need your comments. No, just kidding, we do. We do. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it for the Lost Boys for today. Um, hope. Sorry that we didn't make it last episode. You know, we kind of got busy and we got kind of lost and stuff. Yeah, lost um, in the sauce. Lost in the sauce. But we're going to try to make videos every every week. Once a week at least. Yeah. And if we're feeling generous, maybe you get two. Yeah, that's like, I work a lot, so depending. <laughs> yeah, man. We haven't really done any solo episodes. But uh, those, I don't know about, I don't know how often those will ever come. Yeah, so... Uh, we'll try. We'll try at least get one at, at one once a week, and if we don't, we'll make and who up knows, for it. maybe a YouTube channel soon. Oh yeah, we're thinking about that YouTube channel soon. So, uh, look out for that. Coming to a podcast near you. Yeah. So, you got and anything to say? Anything else? No, that's that's it for today's episode of the Lost Boys. Episode what two? Uh, episode two, two point five, maybe. No, I think it's, I think it's episode two, yeah. Episode two. Our first one was a trailer, the second one was our episode, and then this one I think is our episode two. Yeah, episode two. Yeah, it's episode two. Um, So, yeah, so. That's it for The Lost Boys. Yeah, so remember, don't try. 
but also try. But also try. But then don't try that much. Yeah. Then again, try a little bit. And don't be a creep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And don't be a pussy. Ta-da. Yeah. That's it for yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs>